to this poll we've been reading and did a little research on it. 75% are single. Um, let's go out to Kentucky. Uh, they've been waiting on us to break. Then we're going to get to the interview with Dr. Deal. Jasmira, you there? Yes. Hey. Hi. Hey, you're live. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I was uh, just called in to answer that question or just to give my, my outlook on why we're still protesting because, okay. you know, pe- people are just tired. And we don't want to see this happen again. It's, it's continuous uh, occurrences of murders from the police department to our community. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's, I think you know you have to really make a statement and um, and be consistent. Even if I mean, even if it takes a little property, you know, being burnt down and damaged, you know, that's that's a cause and effect. That, see, that, see that, that's where you lose me at, but wh- why do we have to damage property to get our point across? Well, I, I didn't say we have to. Uh, just, I'm just saying if, if that, that's, what, what, that's what it came to, you know what I'm saying? And I don't agree with it to a certain degree, you know. And it, it, I, I haven't been one of the protesters, you know. I, I work too hard. I, I'm, all, I'm <laughs> on the road. I'm actually a, a driver. You. I'm a truck driver. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I don't have time to. You know, but I commend those young people that have the energy to go out there and actually fight for for a cause. Mm-hmm. You know, to to bring about a change. You okay. know, and um, that's that's just my. Well, well my let me ask you this, Jay. Let me ask you this. Okay, mm-hmm. you say I, I hear what you're saying, but let me ask you this question here. From what we're seeing right now, the the people are still protesting. You still got a little violence going on um, in some of these cities, but my question is. Why is voter registration down right now? Why is voter registration down? Because people aren't going to the polls. But when I you mean, think that if you didn't, you didn't, you didn't got your point across, you didn't tore up the statues, you didn't tore up some cities, like you said, you know that's a part of it. You got to finish the, you got to finish the deal, right? You got to go vote. Yeah, well, that that should be incorporated into the statement and and the um the scream or the yells that we're we're trying to get across to the Republicans and, and the Democrats and stuff like that and just the, the political party itself that we should. I mean we should, but young kids, that's not what that's not on their mind. You know what I'm saying? But see and, this, this and is where you and I, Jay, strong. have to make sure that we, we, we got we got to change the message. I can't rock with them if that's what they're doing. Because you're just making yeah. noise. Yeah. You see and what I'm I was, saying? you know, I was like that at first when I first started seeing people out there in the street. Um, I was actually, you know, like, man, they, you know, they ain't making no sense. Y'all, y'all making it worse and stuff like that. And um, but I'm for, you know, if you have to make noise, because you know, if they say that the, the loudest child gets fed, you know, close mouth don't get fed. So. I mean, everything has a reason. There's a cause and effect for everything. Violence, there's a cause and effect for, um, you know, even even anything just happened uh, out of the blue. Mm-hmm. You know, you make a you make a statement and you you, you get you, you you do something criminal. There's always an effect. Right. So, so jazz. The effect that they're getting. Uh-huh. Jazz, let me ask you a question. Why do you think our young people don't see an importance of going to the polls and voting? Because they don't care, you know. They just don't care. You know what I'm saying? I, you can, you can't make somebody care because if they they see constant, constant the same thing over and over and over. Violence from the from the police officers, from the people that's supposed to serve and protect us. Okay, that our parents and our our, our great grandparents have been paying taxes to 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 um to fund their their payroll. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they they're not they haven't seen any consistency on good you know uh, on serving and protecting yeah they just really got real ratchet and and just started doing stuff um, overhandedly and taking you know matters to another extreme other than um, and they they and, and um, what am I trying to say um, avo- uh, um, when you when you take advantage of your power mm-hmm. you know so. Okay. I mean, what else do you expect? I mean, if you, it, it's going to take a strong person to really mentor these kids and talk to them, but they're not listening. These are millennials. Millennial I mean, kids, they, they, 
they're not listening. I, I, I'm with you, Jazz, and you know we've been on this microphone talking about this, but again, you can't start something and don't finish. You know what I mean? I, I can't. Well, you, you ask my opinion. That's yeah, my right, 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 right. I mean, I'm with, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. to do with their actions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it takes somebody, they, they hard-headed enough. They, they don't even want to listen to um uh Trump say, to change, even Trump. He changed, he's double-minded. He's a double-minded man. So how you going to tell us one minute you can wear a mask if you want to, and if you want to or you're not, and now he says it's mandatory, everybody can wear but them kids, not, they're not wearing their masks anywhere. They're mm-hmm. still congregating in, in little clubs and stuff. They Good don't point. care. They just don't care. Good point. Okay? Good point. So, I mean, I, that's all I got. Thanks, Jazz. I appreciate it. We love you. Be safe out there now. You're welcome, bro. Thank you all for right. having me on the show. All right. 866-551-9933. Yeah, we're about to go to break. When we come back, we got Dr. Deal on the other side. We're talking about what's going on with the coronavirus. Since the uh, briefings and started coming back, we're bringing our doctor back, y'all. You hang tight. We'll see you guys where on the other side. Talk. 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 You're listening to 6 to 6 on the Joe Lockett Show. M-O-E. Man of experience. Let's talk together. 866-551-9933. Making a difference. One show at a time. With Joe Lockett. Just talk. Just talk. M-O-E. Man of experience, Joe Lockett. There are some things we wish we could weld shut. Like my mother-in-law's mouth. Hmm. And when it comes time for needing welding services, there's only one person to call, Mike Mitchell. From house gates to hunting trailers, Mike can weld it all. You'll get clean, strong, and precision welds when you call Mike. And with a portable welder, he can come to you. If you want your welds done right, call Mike Mitchell. Check him out on Facebook and get a free estimate. Call him at 1-256-531-4384. Find out what it might cost to weld that car hauler. Or my mother-in-law's mouth. Make sure you give Mike a call at 1-256-531-4384. Free estimates in North Central Alabama. Mike Mitchell, where there's a will, there's a well. This is your favorite Uncle Boz, and somebody told me that people are dying that have never died before. So it's time for families and individuals to step up and take care of business. I want you to contact my friend Veronica Parrish. She is an independent agent with Lincoln Heritage Life Insurance, and she can let you know if you qualify for pre-approval for their final expense program. You can call Veronica's office at 205-386-5440, or you can even call her cell phone, 205-566-9183. America's favorite uncle, Uncle Boz. Back to the Joe Lockett Show. We are about 15 minutes after the top of the hour. If you're just joining the show, we have been talking about surgical masks and President Donald Trump changing his tune about wearing the mask. We have a very special guest, our, our very favorite doctor, Dr. Chad Deal from Southern Surgical Arts. Are you there, Dr. Deal? I guess not. Dr. D, are you there? I am here. There we go. There we go. So, Dr. <laughs> D, um, when this thing first started, we had you on, and I can remember vividly you giving us some information that has actually held true up until this day, and and some of that information involved wearing a mask. Certainly, yes. You know, the the... Uh, several things I'd like to say about wearing a mask. Um, clearly, um, you can't prevent every case of coronavirus. Certainly, that's true. But as we say in medicine, common things are common. You know, there's all these certain instances that, that look better for, for the media when someone follows all the rules, they did everything right, stayed in their home, and they got coronavirus, and it's sensationalized. 
But quite frankly, if you look at the numbers, if you look at people that are getting sick, it isn't really a surprise. You can trace it back almost every time to them being in a large group and a group that wasn't wearing a mask. Almost every time. When you look at the numbers and they trace it back, we have the information now that we didn't have before. This isn't napalm that's going in every little crease. It's right there in front of your face. You go to a bar, no one's wearing a mask, you're getting it. You go to a big wedding and everyone's not wearing a mask. I know that could be controversial, but you're getting it. You want even more controversy? You go to a church, no one's wearing a mask, you're going to get it. You want even more controversy? You open up schools and none of the kids are wearing masks, they're going to get it. They're going to be fine, and they're going to come back and give it to you. Now, less controversial, of course, bars, salons, um, gyms. This is where people are catching it. It isn't the person who's being careful, going to the grocery store, wearing their mask, putting their hand sanitizer on. That's not where they're catching it. Now, you got to live, though. you got to balance life. And i got friends that own gyms. And, of course, you know, going to church is a good thing. And I understand all that. But I'm telling you, when you look at the people that are catching it, we have the data now. It's large congregations of people that are not wearing a mask. Simple. Now, you could talk a lot about the mask, too. But you don't have to wear an N95. An N95 is the best mask to wear. But while that's true, these home-knit masks that I see that are as transparent as they get aren't doing, doing any good. I laugh sometimes. I see two things that make me chuckle all the time. If I can see your nose hairs, your mask isn't working. If, if, if you're wearing your mask and you constantly have it below your nose, your mask isn't, <laughs> isn't doing you any good. Right. And the, and, but here's the one I see all the time, and I know people who mean to do well They've just not used to wearing a mask. I see people, even healthcare professionals, wearing a professional N95 mask. They're wearing it for two hours. Their nose itches. They pull their mask down, scratch their nose, and put their mask back up. That is crazy. It would be better that you were wearing a cheap mask that you knitted out of yarn and you never pulled it down versus wearing an N95 and your nose itches and you pull it down and you put your finger in your mouth or scratch your nose. So I try to tell people all the time, every time your nose itches, every time you have hand sanitizer around, put it on your hand or wash your hands, then scratch your nose. I see that all of the time, all of the time. Hmm. So, so if I'm really trying to give advice, I'm trying to say, look, if you or someone in your family, you're going to be in contact is at risk. you got to think about not just you, but the people you're going to come in contact with, are you going to be in long, large congregations of people? Are they wearing a mask? Are you wearing a mask? Is it an N95? And do you, be honest with yourself, have a bad habit of pulling it down and scratch your nose or touching your lips? It really is that simple. Okay, Doug, I got a question that's not so simple for you. It may be simple for you. I got to ask you this question since we got you here. Kids going back to school. Yes. Is it safe or unsafe? It depends. Okay. I'll, I'm happy to be. I've got two boys. The most important thing in my life, my two boys, 12 and, I'm sorry, 13 and 15. And I, it's, it's, I got to make my own decision. Okay. Personally, I'm keeping them out of school. Okay. Um, now, if you have kids, they're going to school and they're coming back to two parents that are relatively healthy and no one's coming in contact with anyone that they're going to be worried about, hey, it's reasonable. It can be it can be reasonable. But I'm telling you, it's really hard to find a lot of situations where you're not somewhere going to be in contact with someone who's going to be highly at risk. If you're going back to work and you're going to potentially get someone at work, kids usually get it, do very well with it, but then turn around and give it to people who don't do as well with it. And that's the problem. It's not the kids. It's who they give it to. And it tends in the studies that they were seeing that now that we have the information, it's not it's not the really young kids, all right? It's not like the the very early elementary. It's that preteen and teen group. Um, those kids are catching it like crazy, doing very well with it, and then turning around and giving it to parents. Parents might do okay, but then you give it to grandparents, and that's not who does okay. 
So if someone was asking me, like if I was head of the CDC, and I'm just Dr. Chad Deal, Southern Surgical Arts, but if someone told me what I would do, I understand it's a balance. I want to live life too. I, I know that we got to get back to work. I get those things. I want to get people to get back to work. I personally am keeping my kids out. We know that there are three companies that are already in the third stage of, of the vaccine, and all of them will have vaccine candidates available before December. I think all you would very simply have to do is say, look, first half of this year before the vaccine comes out, we're doing it at home. Second half, go ahead and plan. You could even take sports that are fall sports and make them spring sports. Mm-hmm. You could have football, but you do football spring. We could all plan on getting back to life and just do the first half of school early. That's just my personal opinion based on the data that we now have that we didn't have before. So, Dr. Bill, right now, you know, what we're seeing in our society, <laughs> it's still like you, you're making this beeves and buttheads simple. Why, why isn't it – why are we so confused about the information? I mean, because, because it's an election year. Because we have no idea who to believe. And, Dr. Bill, I know you've been straightforward with us. Can you tell us – can you tell our listeners – you being a doctor, who should they be yeah. listening to right now? No politics involved. <laughs> well, when it comes to our health I, and our, know, who should you be listening look, to? It, it's an election year, and that's the problem. People are so uh, bent on their candidate winning. And you have a lot of mainstream media that's, you know, the video mainstream media mm-hmm. that tends to, to lean more toward liberal. And then you have a lot of radio that you have a lot more conservative voices. Mm-hmm. And people want their person to win. So they're going to make the devil out of somebody if they're not their party, and they're playing politics with your health, and that's a problem, okay? And I see it on both sides com- completely, and quite frankly, I just – it's so frustrating because this isn't really I- – I tell people – I say the word napalm all the time because I literally see people out there jogging with a mask on, and I'm like shaking my head going, okay, look, th- th- you know, this is, someone didn't just drop Agent Orange on the ground. Okay, this is this is a virus. You're going to be okay. You can go outside and jog with a mask. I see people driving down the road in a convertible with a mask on, and I'm just shaking my head. I'm just like, I can't even believe I'm saying this. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I, or I, someone who's a healthcare worker, mm-hmm. an ICU nurse, ICU nurse, and I will see them wear that N95 and then be at the desk typing in information for a patient, pull their mask down, and then scratch their nose after they've been touching everything. Not put hand sanitizer on first. Now, it's not their fault. It's it's human habit. They can't help it. They itch, boom, mask comes down, they scratch. So you have to think really hard. That, it's what blows my mind. It's like, you know, I mean, <laughs> it is the most crazy thing in the world. It is not that hard to have significant reductions in the virus, but people love to hang on the rare things. That one person that was a mom and she was stay at home and she was doing everything right and somehow she caught it. Trust me, that's the rare scenario. If you got a good mask, a good medical grade mask, and every time you nose your mouth is, you put it, you did that. Take care. And I'm gonna say, I do want to tell all the listeners one of the preventive they can do. We got we, we got some time here. Go ahead. Everyone out there, I'm telling you, the research is there, and this isn't just. Someone, I'm not just like this herbalist kind of person. You know, I believe in real medicine, whether it comes from nature or whether we make it in the lab, based on, on, on real clinical data. Everyone out there needs to be on every day. Well, hold on, Dr. Doc, Dill, you, you, you cut out. You, you cut out as soon as you said that. I said, I said everyone needs to be on 5,000 milligrams of vitamin D every day. They need to be on 50 milligrams of zinc every day. They need to be on five. Those are the two most important. So I started with those two. So 5,000 milligrams of vitamin D? Every day. And 50 milligrams of zinc every day. They need to be on five, of, which is five grams, right, of vitamin C. And then this is one that people don't think about as much, up to 10 milligrams of melatonin. You can work your way up if it makes you too tired because they're showing that a good night's sleep is killing the virus so well. People that are getting a good night's sleep, are doing so much better with the body. Your body does a such better job. I guess that's why I'm not sick because I sleep well. <laughs> I'm telling you, people that sleep, in fact, a lot of men that have a lot of obstructive sleep apnea and they snore, that's one of the links with men not doing as well with the virus. Getting a good night's sleep is huge. Now, if you have kidney disease or something else that prohibits your ability to take as much of a certain vitamin, certainly I understand, but the majority of people, vast majority, 
are going to be so 50 milligrams of zinc, 5,000 of D, 5,000 of C, 10 milligrams of melatonin. And, and I tell a lot of people, too, look, enjoy yourself a glass of wine or two. Don't be miserable. But if you drink too much during this time, when you wake up and you're tired and you've got a hangover, you're going to think, oh, my gosh, i got coronavirus. So, so Dr. Deal, Dr. Deal, when this thing started, you told us that coronavirus does not like the heat. Is that still the case? Well, what we thought was we know that it doesn't like the heat for sure. For instance, if you have a hot meal, mm-hmm. It's not going to live too well in a hot meal, but that's hot, like really hot. So if you're going to have a cold meal versus a hot meal that came from somewhere, you're way less likely to catch it, and the surface is very hot, no doubt about it. What we didn't know is what about standard heat levels, like a lot of cold viruses, corona or, and or rhinoviruses, tend to go away in the summer. They didn't do as well with the heat. Early indications from, from Big Time Health Institute said, hey, there's some early hope that maybe that's the case. And gave some information out. So, okay, this could be the case. We're excited about this. Turned out not to be true. This virus is doing exceedingly well in standard warm temperatures. I mean, even look at Brazil. Okay, the cases are going crazy. It still doesn't like the heat in regards to, like, a really hot meal. I mean, something, you know, if you want to order pizza and be safe, when you get it to your door, hand sanitizer on, take it out, put that meal in the microwave, the virus is not going to survive that microwave. Mm. So okay. it doesn't do well with heat in the regards. We know that for sure. If you're going to have a nice, hot, heated meal, you're way less likely to get the virus than if you go get a cold meal. But, again, all these things that we worry about, all these services, look, it's, that's not the big cases of people catching that coronavirus from their mail or some other surface. It's coming from actually being around people. You have to get a certain viral load. We've talked about that before to be able to have enough to zero-convert, to catch it. Yes, there are instances of a surface-to-surface. Yes, oh, my gosh, I saw this study. They detected on a boat. It was still there 10 days later. But that doesn't mean there was enough on there, even though they could detect it, that you could actually zero-convert, catch it. It's, we, we spend too much time on the sensationalized, I touched this surface and this. No, it's coming from large groups of people that are breathing on you. They don't have a mask on, and you don't have a mask on. All right, Dr. Deal, before we get out of here, give us one more time um, the things you said, uh, vitamin D, zinc, and uh, vitamin C. W- what is the dosage? Yep. Zinc, 50 milligrams, vitamin C, 5,000 milligrams, vitamin D, 5,000 5, milligrams, and working your way up to 10 milligrams of melatonin. And stay fit and don't get too much alcohol in your system. Dr. Deal, we appreciate you always. Thanks for making it so simple. We love you. All right. Have a good night. How are you too? All right, guys, stay locked in. We'll talk to you guys where on the other side. Joe Lockett Show. It's now or never. It's now or never. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. Scattered showers and storms fade away on this Tuesday evening with temperatures dropping into the middle 70s. Warm and muggy tonight. For Wednesday, we'll top out in the mid-90s. Another hot day. Look for a chance for a few scattered afternoon storms. And going to carry into Thursday as well as on Friday. Very typical for summer conditions. It will not rain all day or everywhere, but a few passing downpours will certainly be possible. On WVUA 23, Chief Meteorologist Richard Scott with your forecast on this Crawford Broadcasting Station. Whether you just found it or you've lived there for years, you'll never forget that feeling. It was something that made you realize this house would become your home. And since there's no place like it, it deserves protection just as special. A local Allstate agent can help you customize an Allstate house and home insurance policy and point out lots of ways to save. Like if you have a newer roof, it could help lower your rate. Hey, this is John Sadler. Please give us a call for free quote at 699-4263. America's favorite uncle, Uncle Boz. Hi, I'm Big Daddy Dwayne T. 
Thompson, I'd like to invite you to embrace the taste of my new barbecue sauce, Big Daddy Bomb Barbecue Sauce. It's available at the Piggly Wiggly. So stop by, give it a try. Tell them Big Daddy sent you for Big Daddy Bomb Barbecue Sauce. So whether you're dipping or you're dripping, give Big Daddy Bomb Barbecue Sauce a try. Tell them Big Daddy sent you. And if you're going to sauce, sauce like the boss. Life Touch Massage is a local innovative spa located in the Parkside District of downtown Birmingham. We provide affordable services in a relaxing environment for individuals who work, live, play, and travel downtown. We provide a variety of massages including Swedish deep tissue, hot stone, cupping, sports, pregnancy, and much more. Give us a call today or visit us online to schedule your next spa service. Remember, with Life Touch Massage, relief is only a touch away. Are flying ants swarming around your home? They could be swarming termites. Knowing the difference between these insects could save you time, money, and worry. If you're uncertain about which type of insect is invading your home, call the experts. Cook's Pest Control will be happy to come to your home and identify insects or insect damage free of charge with no obligation. Don't wait. Call Cook's today for a free evaluation. Looky, 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 here comes Cookie. Cook's Pest Control. M-O-E, man of experience, Joe Lockett. All right, y'all, 34 minutes after the hour, you're locked into the Joe Lockett Show. Um, uh, I love Dr. Bill when he comes on. Because for us, we have, I think we got the best doctor out of any national show out here on, on radio that he comes in, he keeps it very simple for the people, right? He don't he don't sit here and try to get any um, try to get everybody upset and scared. Mm-hmm. He just come back and tell it like it is. And it's very simple, y'all. Wear the mask, don't scratch your nose. Um, he said the uh, the the mask with the, the fan on it is the best mask, but it doesn't do any good if you're gonna scratch your face and pull it down. Stop wearing and I've always and I've thought this too, Unc. If you got a mask on that's under your nose, what are you doing? Nothing productive. <laughs> I mean, you know, it just, it's just—it's another yeah. fashion piece. Yeah, under your nose, under your mouth, around your neck, hanging on your ear. If you—if you're in a, a large congregation of people, you need to have that mask on, covering your nose, covering your mouth. Uh, again, we have to give a shout out to Dr. Chad Deal, Southern Surgical Arts. He has been with us since this thing started. His his advice. His information has been solid since day one. So I want I want to share some simple advice from Dr. Chad Deal when it's come comes to this COVID nineteen. Now we talked about this in early March, but COVID nineteen is still here. Numbers are going up, and I understand that the number of deaths aren't going up in relation to the number of confirmations, but we still need to be careful. So Dr. Chad Deal says we need to take vitamin D about 5,000 milligrams. We need to take 50 milligrams of zinc. We need to take 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C. We need to take up to 10 milligrams of melatonin. He also says get plenty of sleep and plenty of rest. Add that with washing your hands uh, with soap and water and warm water for about a minute to two minutes using hand sanitizer, and you're going to help prevent yourself and others around you from getting COVID-19. And those doses, you guys, he said take that daily. That keeps your immune system up, okay? So, again, uh, I have not heard that on any news press news conference from the CDC, from here in Alabama. I mean, I think, and I've always looked at, you know, things like this for myself personally. You look at it, everything has three to five factors to it, right? You understand those factors, you got a chance to survive. That's what I was taught in the military, right? If you understand the terrain, you understand where you got to go, you understand the mission, you got a good chance to survive. If you miss either one of those, you may wind up dying. This here, wear your mask, keep your immune system up, and keep your hands clean. You know, don't do stupid stuff. And to stop hanging around a bunch of people, right? To right now, till they get a, till they get a hang on this thing, right? So uh, hopefully that information helped you guys out. Dr. Deal, once again, thank you so much for stopping by the show. Um, Let's get Troy to the microphone, Uncle. Let's go ahead and talk about this last little topic before we get out of here. Um, 866-551-9933. Um, I want to talk about what are we protesting for? 
number one. And then, Uncle, I also want to talk about um, the black fathers missing in the home. Now, since Troy, he, you know, he's a young whippersnapper, let's go to the part of Troy. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Uh, Real quick, uh, we've been talking about this. You've been sitting here listening. So tell us, what are the young people protesting for, Troy? Well, I think we're protesting just to keep the flame burning. You know, when I got to the show um, in the earlier parts of the summer, we were talking about how we needed to do everything to not let this become uh, just like any other summer. You know, uh, in the summers of Eric Gardner and in the past, you know, it seemed like this is so repetitive every year we come out with our picket signs and our and our big crowds, and we protest, and then we go away. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are out because they simply that simply can't happen this summer. All there's too many eyes being opened, um, too many realizations going on, too many changes going on mentally. Uh, looking at some of these situations, so um, I'm all here for it. You know, let's keep the fire burning. We can't forget, especially this is an election year. Um, I say we protest for as long as it need as long as we need to protest. Let's keep the flame burning. But I mean, do you do for me when I look at the people that are protesting for now? After you didn't get the results for what you were protesting for, mm-hmm. right? And that was the George Floyd. That's what started all of this. The people are in jail now. Some are out on bail, but the system is is actually working right now. I don't know if anybody of any tolerance, especially in this microwave society, especially with young people, whatever. Can America stomach three more months of peaceful protesting? Because the message to me is lost at that point because we got so much other stuff going on. So yeah. I don't understand myself personally what the what the protests are for now. Now, I see other situations being created mm-hmm. um, in society, but what we started to protest for, I truly believe the, the protest has lost its focus. That's just my personal opinion. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I don't think it's lost its focus. Mm-hmm. I think the news isn't, I mean, we're looking at it right now. They're talking about the protest. But, I mean, we got to keep talking about it. Like, I'm looking at the TV, you know, Trump is sending, uh, we talked about earlier, Trump is sending secret uh, policemen into mm-hmm. the crowds and stuff like that. I feel like that's just legislation's way of trying to kill this situation. And I feel like as long as they try to kill it, that's going to keep us out there. Now that I'm thinking about it, as long as they trying to kill it and make us go home, that's going to keep us out there. Mm. So if you really want us to go home, then help. Okay, but how? what will make the protesters right now go home? If we got our leader, chief in command, saying, hey, I'm standing with you guys. Let's fight this together. I'm an advocate for you. Instead of let me lock up everybody who uh, is out here protesting. Like, he the warden or something like that. But y'all are not going to change anything until November, no matter how long. You, you know where President Donald Trump stands. Everybody knows where he stands at this point. Yeah. So you protesting and screaming at him for the next three months is going to do what? Hey, I mean, it took it took the civil rights movement how long for us to get some change? I mean, this is just a mere three months. It's like a millisecond compared to what was going on in the civil rights movement. We can't stay out here for three months. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look, look, even if Trump don't get it, Maybe this is a building block on the future in the, for the next couple of years. You know what I'm saying? We not This isn't a fight that's going to be won in a summer. Mm-hmm. This is a fight that has to continue. And I'm glad that I'm seeing more young people, even even moms. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They had that whole mom movement. I don't know what state it was in, but I Portland. saw it. Portland. You know, movements like that, that we're getting somewhere. You know, we're getting somewhere. And I think more those moms realize, you know, it's not enough for just – uh, the kids to be out there. We need to be out there. Mm-hmm. We need to be a voice. So, I mean, we fighting. It's a fight. It's a war. Now you scare me. <laughs> it's a war. It's a war for peace. It's a war for peace. <laughs> it's a war for peace. <laughs> uh, when, when we say those things, Unc and Troy, you know, I'm on the side of peaceful. I'm on the side of understanding free speech. Um, but it's tough. For me, when I sit back and I look at this and I just see we, we continuously, just me, continuously protesting without the finish line in tow. For me, like I said, 
I get the protesting, but I'm about legislation. Mm -hmm. I'm about voting. I've asked the question many times, right, when I'm looking at what they're doing out there. Destroying more stuff. I mean, those are some of the bad people. I get it. Mm -hmm. But right now, you can, to me, you can only hurt your cause because you can't stop the infiltrators. And so anything that's done with protesting, whether it's large group and anything get destroyed, you're going to be blamed for it. The protesters right now, the peaceful protesters, in my personal opinion, from media to video media to TV to social media, is getting torn apart. And the message is getting all messed up between Black Lives Matter, statues, peaceful protesting, moms protesting, looters, Antifa, secret police. You see what I'm saying? Who's listening? The only way, in my personal opinion, like I said respectfully, that this thing comes to an end, Unc, or Troy, is that you top this off with a major piece of legislation or the things that you want to have from your Congress and your president, and you get out and vote in numbers that, as the President Donald Trump would say, you never seen before. If none of those things happened in November, to me, this was just a... a a dress rehearsal to another problem. So do you think we need to kind of make a list of demands, specific things that we need? Because when I'm now I'm thinking about that interview with Martin Luther King mm -hmm. III where he was talking about that think tank. Mm -hmm. So now is it the time yes. to move into, all right, these are, this is what exactly what we need. Yeah. This is exactly what we need. So if you, you have to learn from history. And, and I say learn from history. I don't say repeat and try to copy history. You have to look back at history and see how processes and strategy work. Even if we look back at Martin Luther King, we can see who he looked back to for his strategy. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not asking the young people to do what they did in the 60s. I'm just saying develop a strategy, get some organization. Because even as I look at it as a 48-year-old black man, I'm looking at it and I'm not really sure what I'm seeing. Yeah. Now I know what some I know what that person says, I know what that person says, I know what this other person says who looks like somebody else. I don't know if you guys are all together. I don't know what you want. I don't know what he wants. Yeah. I don't know what you're gonna do to get it. I don't know how I can help either one of you. I don't know how I fit in. I don't know if it's gonna work. I just hear a lot of noise yeah. and I don't know what's going on. So my hope is that uh somebody somewhere gets more organized and gets some structure because without organization and structure, I would hate to see your efforts bear no fruit. Yeah. Okay. So I see where I see what the question is. It's not, what are we still protesting for? Like, why are y'all still out here? It's mm. more of what are we protesting for? What right, exactly? Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm seeing right. it now. I'm what, it what's now. the end game? I'm seeing it at now. least yeah. for at, at least for the 2020. Yeah. What What is your goal for 2020? I see the what is your list of demands? If If we say okay, we're going to go have a sit in, and we're going to go down here, and we're going to sit in, and we get people's attention. What are we going to ask for? Yeah. What What is our agenda? What is our manifesto? Even Even ev Even Evil geniuses have a list of demands yeah and what what they want out of it but right now i think what i see with with the movement is whoever got the the, the best idea today right is that's what we're going to do you know and whatever's going to get the most immediate attention that's what we're going to do because right now i think the movement myself personally has been hijacked on many different levels you got people that had old agendas in different municipalities doing the things that they couldn't get done now because now they got the spotlight on them and they have hijacked the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, the organization um, name was hijacked by the movement. Now, the movement's been hijacked by people with their own personal agenda. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that we got to, you know, really be honest about in our society, right? You know, the organization, I think, is a piece of crap, myself personally, but the movement, I understand. But the movement now, because there is no leader of the movement or nobody that is organizing the movement, the think tank, as Martin Luther King said, is not there. You got people coming in under Black Lives Matter and saying we need this now, and they got their own personal agenda, which has nothing to do with the betterment of our community. Mm -hmm. Whenever I see, and I'm just being honest, when you're looking at TV right now, this is the first time for me in my lifetime at the age of 50, um, that I've seen white people in a black community tearing up stuff. Think about that. This is the first time in history that I've seen 
besides when they was burning down our houses and all of that stuff back in the day. But I'm saying being in a movement with us, but coming into the city and tearing up stuff, uh, being putting graffiti on buildings, mm -hmm. and we're allowing that to happen. Let me say this to everybody. I hear people, and I, I'm, I'm vehemently disagree with the people who say this, and that's disrespectfully, but I am 1,000% against anybody tearing up a business, putting graffiti on a business, and I don't buy this. That's just part of it. I, I, I'm just not part of that. I, I can't be a part of a, 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 a movement, right, when they say, well, it gets attention. Well, that business was part of what somebody built. And here in Alabama, there's a lot of history here. It took people a long time to get these businesses up and running. And for you to go down and tear it up for a movement, when you're getting the attention and we're still tearing down things, to me, that makes no sense whatsoever. People can get mad at me when I say that, but you have the attention now. I don't think we need to be tearing up any more police buildings. I don't think you need, I shouldn't be doing it in the first place, but there is really no need for any of that right now. Now, to go outside and go out there and protest because, you know, you, you, you don't have a job today or you want change, I get that part. I can rock with you on that for a minute. But when you start town to tear up a building and disrupt traffic and do all this stuff, for what? Right now, in my personal opinion, and Troy, the only thing that will change is November 3rd. What's guaranteed going to change? Something going to happen on November 3rd. November 4th, you're either going to have the same president or you're going to have a different one. That's what they need to be focused on, in my personal opinion. Because legislation or whatever demands you may have, if you got the same Congress and you got the same president, you're going to get the same thing you had for the last couple of years. Your thoughts on Just because uh, you get attention does not necessarily mean you're going to get any results. And we can look to social media for that. People get, get comments and likes all day, and after their point, nothing is accomplished. Uh, maybe I'm old school, but I still believe that legislation, the courts, uh, voting, who we have in office, and not just at the national level, it has to be at the local level also. I think some of these organizations may need to do more focus on the local level making changes on the local level because those uh, local elections hit us before any national election. Mm -hmm. Now, the White House, uh, it, it has its place. It has its power. But more than likely, your mayor and city council is going, uh, is going to affect your daily life more so than the president will on a daily basis. We need to start getting out. And, and voting is important, and I don't know why our kids don't feel like it is. Well, I do know. I do know because we have some of the same politicians in the same positions who have been doing the same thing for years, and we see no change. So I do understand, and I feel you on that. But we still need to understand that voting is important. And I always understood that voting was important because I always look back in the past and what they try to keep from people. So if you look, almost anyone listening to my voice at some time in the past, you would not be able be able to vote. Even if you were a white man and you owned no property at one time, you could not vote. Uh, women at one time could not vote. Black people at one time could not vote. So if if, if voting means nothing, why 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 is it try why is it kept away from certain people why do people fight for it why do people die for it if voting is not important i'm gonna push back on you a little bit Unc, when you say that young people don't see the significance in voting because they get the same results that is the very reason why they should be voting why should you be voting? Because your mamas and daddies did not do their research with the people they were putting in office. They sat down. They seen the names because they were popular, and they voted for them. That's why you never got a change. So voting, right, for young people, you need to understand it ain't just showing up and voting for the name on a ballot. It's about making sure you're putting the right person in office and getting the wrong person out of office. That's why voting is important. That's why you don't see no change. It wasn't the system that was in place. It's the people you put in the system. 
Just because the person is black and look like you don't mean when they get in office, they're going to be doing what you need them to go do. And that's what a lot of people that got into these positions have done over the years on the Democratic side and the Republican side. They got happy. They got fat. They knew the system. They understood it. They got the money. If you ain't got enough money, you're not going to get elected. That's what the young people got to change. You got to understand, just like me and you were talking today, Uncle, about uh, marketing, right? System that I showed you today on something, right, I learned in probably about an hour. Mm -hmm. How long I've been talking about this system, Uncle? Real talk. Let's be um, open and honest. The system that I showed you that I learned in one hour today for marketing, how long I have been talking about it? At least four, four years, four to five years. So four to five years, Uncle, I've been doing it all wrong. Uh, think about what I'm saying, y'all. If you don't know, you're going to continue to do the same thing that you did before and get the wrong answers and no results. If you don't know how to vote for somebody, you know what I mean? Understanding, you don't vote for the name on the ballot because they're, they're famous in your community and everybody know them and they've been shaking hands and kissing babies. You vote for the right person. That's your change, voting for the right person. Your mama and your daddy voted for them because when they was um, younger, they did what they needed to do, Unc. Them folks tired now. They just hanging on. They got to go. Why are the cities being ran bad in these big um, municipalities? Because you got old people there. Now, some of these young folks that's in there, they won't change, but um, how are they going to get changed if the community is not listening to them? We've seen that happen with our Randall Wolf and our Merrill here in, in Alabama. He came in, and everybody thought, I guess, the, the, the lights were going to come on in, in, in space when he, when he took over. It takes time for some people to come in and make that change. And sometimes people who say they won't change, they got friends who don't. Chicago, they have voted for many years for change. But there are people in that city, Unc, who don't want change. And it's not going to change until the bad people in that city is removed. Now, that is tough talk, but that's the honest God truth. If you got a mold in your city or in your community, you don't. Play with the mold, Unc. What happens when you play with the mold? It spreads. It gets infectious. Other people catches it. You have to go in and surgically remove the mold. That's where I am with President Donald Trump on. If you got to go into Chicago, I said this before he even started putting him in there. I've been on the microphone. If you got to go into Chicago with the National Guard and remove the bad people, it's going to look ugly. But what looks, what, what looks uglier, Unc? One bad weekend of... A, a, a couple of hundred people getting hurt or six to seven people being shot every weekend innocently. To me, you go on in and send the army on in and clean up New York. I mean, clean up Chicago real quick. And whatever that happens and whatever that takes over, I promise you at the end of the day, once you remove it, once the council is gone in a, in, in a, in a place, Unc, guess what? Now the, the gates open up. Now you see the sunshine because guess what? Now you got a chance to actually do something. But if you don't do that, if you ain't got nobody who got um, the courage to go in and do that, you're never going to change it. And until now, we haven't had a president that has had the courage to say, I'm finishing the National Guard. That part there, Unc, I agree with the president on. People can get mad and say, well, he shouldn't be doing it. If your government ain't doing the job, the federal government going to come in and do theirs. Your thoughts on that, Unc? So uh, before we get ready to go, uh, I, I want to go back to Troy. Mm -hmm. uh, so Troy, you you're about twenty two, about twenty two years old. Is that right? I'm twenty. Twenty. I, I've gave you two years, so you're twenty years old. You know, Joe and I, Joe, George, Joe just turned fifty. I'm forty eight. Uh, different generations. What do you think um, our generation can do to connect with your generation? And and we do need to connect. Because the, the energy that you have, whether you know it or not, brushes off on me and Joe when you're here. Mm -hmm. it, it, your energy comes off on us, and we are more energized when we do this show. But our wisdom and our experience brushes off on you, yeah. and I can see that. That's what we need. Mm -hmm. That's what we need in the country. That's what we need in our neighborhoods. That's what we need in our communities. So how do you think we can get our generation together with your generation on a more consistent basis because that's how we're going to change things. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, well, it all starts with getting us to want to listen. And I'm going to go back to the phone call we had with the young lady we earlier who called in saying that my generation doesn't care. We care. We just, we're around social media where we're listening to people our age saying our vote doesn't really matter. You know, we're listening to all of these negative thoughts on voting that we just decide to listen to anything. And if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So uh, help from the older generation would be inform us that our vote does count. Like you guys are talking to me and informing me about, you know, what politics really means and, you know, how to get out and make a difference. That's how you, you got to have those intimate conversations with people that are my age, older than me, younger than me. People need to hear what I'm hearing. And I've been really moved today by this uh, conversation because now I'm and I'm so eager to go tell what I learned on my social media. Because mm-hmm. I feel like this conversation needs to be heard. Look, we're not a lazy generation. We're not, we are a microwave generation, but we are not a lazy generation. We're full of entrepreneurs and people willing to put the work in. So... We have all this positive energy. We just got to put it in the right direction. Um, it's like we're in a slingshot being held back. So I know um, it's like we're being held back in a slingshot. So, you know, the further we are pulled back, you know, the further we're going to traject. So that's how I believe. All right, guys. Man, the two hours went by really quickly. We're glad to hear Troy with that energy back, y'all. Uh, he'll be hanging out with us uh, a couple times a week, so you guys stay locked in for that. We didn't get a chance to talk about um, the fathers in the home, so we'll do that tomorrow, guys. So we're going to have a whole lot of new uh, topics to talk about tomorrow. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Dr. Deal, thank you so much for stopping by and informing our listeners. And uh, we, will, we will post those doses on our Facebook page, y'all, so you guys can share that information out there. And, guys, we can do better than we've been acting. We can treat each other a lot better. I love you, and I hope you feel the same about me. Have a good night. Experience lost. Mama said, Smile through the pain, it's okay. But blood, sweat, and tears is what it's no cost. She said, Keep a good name, don't sell out for fame. Boy, your soul is all that you got. Just remember who you are, baby. Shoot for the stars, and you're sure to come out on top. Yeah, tonight I'm ordering. I understand more and now. Gotta move forward now. So I'ma keep climbing this hill. Keep this hill. Even though I might fall, I don't know any other way to live. So my all is what I give. Then down, keep climbing this hill. Even though I might fall, I don't know any other way to live. So my all is what I give. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you'd like to be on the show or advertise your business, go to joelocketshow.com. We are one nation under God. A powerful message now with more power. From the Crawford Broadcasting Studios, the best Bible teachers in America, with 100,000 watts at 101.1 FM, this is WA.